after postgraduate work in Vienna and Naples, had travelled for four years in South America and the East, getting together a huge store of material for a new study into the processes of variation. He lived alone at Bolsover Conyers with Saunders, his secretary, a man who bore a somewhat dubious reputation in the district, but whose powers as a mathematician, combined with his business abilities, were invaluable to Eustace. Uncle and nephew saw little of each other. The visits of Eustace were confined to a week in the summer or autumn, tedious weeks that dragged almost as slowly as the bath chair in which the old man was drawn along the sunny seafront. In their way, the two men were fond of each other, though their intimacy would doubtless have been greater had they shared the same religious views. Adrian held to the old-fashioned evangelical dogma of his early manhood, His nephew, for many years, had been thinking of embracing Buddhism. Both men possessed, too, the reticence the Bolsovers had always shown, and which their enemies sometimes called hypocrisy. With Adrian, it was a reticence as to things he had left undone. But with Eustace, it seemed that the curtain, which he was so careful to leave undrawn, hid something more than a half-empty chamber. Two years before his death, Adrian Bolsover developed, unknown to himself, a not uncommon power of automatic writing. Eustace made the discovery by accident. Adrian was sitting reading in bed, the forefinger of his left hand, tracing the braille characters, when his nephew noticed that a pencil the old man held in his right hand was moving slowly along the opposite page. He left his seat at the window and sat down beside the bed, The right hand continued to move, and now he could see plainly that they were letters and words which it was forming. Adrian Bolsover, wrote the hand. Eustace Bolsover, Charles Bolsover, Francis Bolsover, Sigismund Bolsover, Adrian Bolsover, Eustace Bolsover, Saville Bolsover, B for Bolsover. Honesty is the best policy. Beautiful Belinda Bolsover. What curious nonsense, said Eustace to himself. King George ascended the throne in 1760, wrote the hand. Crowd, a noun of multitude, a collection of individuals. Adrian Bolsover, Eustace Bolsover. It seems to me, said his uncle, closing the book, that you had much better make the most of the afternoon sunshine and take your walk now. I think perhaps I will, Eustace answered as he picked up the volume. I won't go far, and when I come back, I can read to you these articles in Nature about which we were speaking. He went along the promenade, but stopped at the first shelter, and seating himself in the corner, best protected from the wind, he examined the book at leisure. Nearly every page was scored with a meaningless jumble of pencil marks, rows of capital letters, short words, long words, complete sentences, copybook tags. The whole thing, in fact, had the appearance of a copybook, and on a more careful scrutiny, Eustace thought that there was ample evidence to show that the handwriting at the beginning of the book, good though it was, was not nearly so good as the handwriting at the end. He left his uncle at the end of October with a promise to return early in December. It seemed to him quite clear 
that the old man's power of automatic writing was developing rapidly, and for the first time he looked forward to a visit that would combine duty with interest. But on his return he was at first disappointed. His uncle, he thought, looked older. He was listless too, preferring others to read to him, and dictating nearly all his letters. Not until the day before he left had Eustace an opportunity of observing Adrian Bolsover's newfound faculty. The old man, propped up in bed with pillows, had sunk into a light sleep. His two hands lay on the coverlet, his left hand tightly clasping his right. Eustace took an empty manuscript book and placed a pencil within reach of the fingers of the right hand. They snatched at it eagerly, then dropped the pencil to loose the left hand from its restraining grasp. Perhaps to prevent interference, I had better hold that hand, said Eustace to himself as he watched the pencil.